everybody, it's Laura Molitor here with another Divine Purpose Insights podcast. I'm your host of this weekly program and Divine Purpose coach and spiritual activist. You can find out more about me and what I do at beingfreenow.com. You can subscribe to this podcast and feel free to share if you like what you hear. There's a hymn that I love and it's been coming to me recently. It's by Francis Havergal. From glory unto glory, be this our joyous song. From glory unto glory, tis love that leads us on. I've been thinking about this idea of glory, that praising and worshipful thanksgiving, the sense of a beautiful and significant appearing, of something worthy of honor and joy. I've been wondering how much glorying I've been doing and what it might mean to do more of it, and specifically to start thinking more in terms of life as glory unto glory instead of trial unto trial, problem to problem, worry to worry, or even year to year for that matter. It's a significant shift, I think, but I think it can be a very healing one. When we stop looking at our life in almost a superstitious way, one darn trouble after another, it's just always something, I can't get a break, it's issue after issue. This way of thinking not only kind of sets us up for an expectation of trouble, puts us in a state of negativity and fear, but it also hides from us the true spiritual progress that's going on. It neglects to see the victories and to take those into consideration and reflection. We can allow ourselves to think about our lives up till now and going forward as moving from glory to glory. We can awake to see our triumphs, both in human experience, but maybe even more so in increased understanding and grace and goodness and wisdom and in love. Each significant awakening is a glory. It's a celebration of an amazing aspect of our divine life and our divine purpose. It's so easy to stay preoccupied with the stuff that's happened to us. And yeah, it can be terribly challenging and hard to forget. But if we let the problem be our takeaway, we're missing the occasion for uplift, greater confidence, progressiveness, and that real peace of mind that comes by remembering the good that was a part of it, that really was more significant and memorable than the hardship. It may have been a real change in outlook, turning in a new direction, realizing what really matters, seeing something or someone in a new light, including ourselves maybe or recognizing that we're not alone, that we're stronger than we thought, maybe that love has been expressed and that it hasn't left us where we started. Think about your life, or even think about this week in terms of its glories. That could be personal successes, small or large. You know, I finished that project. I made it to the event on time. I had a lovely conversation with a stranger that felt meaningful. It can also mean we remember the a stunning piece of art we stumbled on, a beautiful book we just finished and that we really enjoyed. It can mean nature, the sunrise we witnessed, or maybe that laugh we had with another, even a good meal we prepared. Glories. There's no such thing as a small glory. A glory, something worthy of praise, is that lovely idea or experience that expresses God's qualities feels assuring, livening, energizing, beautifying, inspiring, and uplifting. They are big with the infinite nature of God, and they matter. They're worth celebrating. So let's start reminding ourselves that we're really advancing through life from glory to glory, and that we can celebrate that 
and expect more. It's not that life becomes perfect, but that we look at it in a way that's healthy and that opens us up to seeing more delight and insight and less doubt and limitation and rumination. We have Bible figures as well as other heroes throughout history that have proven that their lives weren't about the troubles they kept running into, but about those opportunities for trust and growth and receptivity, humility, that not only made them better individuals, but ultimately led to that glory, that triumph. So I'm thinking about Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. They were worshipers of God. We hear about them in the Bible. They stood firm in that trust and belief in God, and they were cast into the fire because they weren't worshiping the idols of that day. Now, going into the fire couldn't have been a joy ride, and knowing that they were defying the king was probably difficult for them too. They're very upright individuals. And that they came out of it unscathed, and the story ended not only with their salvation, but with the fact that their glory in God through the trials had an impact on the king. He changed his thought, and he also began to glorify their God. Now, we might not have to take a stand in this way. I mean, may um, have been in a fire and have feel like we have the scars to prove it. But take a pause and see what else you might have taken away from those moments, as well as what you might have brought to others through what you've gained, not lost through those experiences. Insights, wisdom strength. Well, here's a little more of that hymn I mentioned at the start um, that I want to close the program with today. It's page 65 of the Christian Science Hymnal. From glory unto glory, be this our joyous song. From glory unto glory, tis love that leads us on. As wider yet and wider, the rising splendors glow. What wisdom is revealed to us? What freedom we may know? The fullness of his promise crowns every dawning day. The fullness of his glory is shining from above, while more and more we learn to know the fullness of his love. From glory unto glory, what great things he hath done, what wonders he hath shown us, what triumphs love hath won. From glory unto glory, from strength to strength we go, while grace for grace abundantly doth from his fullness flow. Glory to glory, grace to grace. Have a happy weekend, everyone. Let me know if you have any questions or want to talk. You can reach me at lauramolitor at gmail.com. See you next week.